0: Hi, my name's Meg Dunback. I am an assistant principal here at Richards High School in Community High School District 218 in Oak Lawn, Illinois. Uh, my job kind of oversees the teaching and learning process here at Richards High School. And today I'm here to talk to our chemistry teacher, Mr. Corey Wood, about his flipped classroom. Yeah, hello. Hello, Corey. Uh, the flipped classroom is something that a lot of the staff has kind of, a is dabbling in the interest of, and I think some teachers are confused as to what it is or they're uncertain as to what it is. And so I'm just going to ask you a couple of things, maybe pick your brain to go through the process so we can all learn a little bit from you. So with that in mind, how would you define a flipped classroom?
1: Um, well, I, I feel like a flipped classroom is one of those buzzwords that a lot of people have different ideas about. <clears throat> in in my class in particular, um, the way I do flipped is I've made lecture videos. Me and another chemistry teacher have made lecture videos, and we have put them online um, through Edpuzzle.com, uh, which tracks their views and everything. And so it takes the lecture and put takes it removes it from the class. So in class we can focus more on labs and activities and doing the science because every every science teacher. It seems like whenever you ask them, oh, why do you wanna teach science? What are the important things of science? They never say the content. They say the doing science part, the critical thinking, the evaluating skills, all of those. But those take so much time, you can't teach. It's really hard to teach content and skills. So for me, I've removed the content and brought it to homework. So the kids watch the videos at home, we'll come back in class, we'll go over it a little bit, but then we'll apply immediately apply those concepts in some sort of group activity.
0: Okay, so you teach different levels of chemistry. Have yes. you used or started with this flipped idea in all of those classes?
1: Um, no, so pri- I, I'm only flipping my honors chemistry class right now. I teach honors in AP. Um, and in AP, it's a little bit different. I, I've taken all of the lectures in AP and I've made videos and the kids have to watch them. However, just by the nature of the content, it's a little bit more challenging. So they do come in with more questions. And we do end up doing more traditional question-answer style things. Um, But it takes a lot of the more background or easier-to-understand content, and I put that in the videos. Because the videos don't work well on very complex issues. On very complex or complicated issues the students have trouble Uh, it's just harder to convey information through a video than it is face to face. So in AP I do lecture videos but it's much more to kinda get the background information out of the way where we can really delve into the more complicated topics in class. In honors however um, I don't lecture in class at all. So it completely replaces the honors.
0: Okay so I guess that just makes me easily transition into a question I have about the student's role. Um, what is the role of the student and their responsibility in this new atmosphere called a flipped classroom because it's not a traditional setting anymore for them and in some cases it might be the only classroom that is doing this throughout their day. So is there any resistance and and what um, types of things did you have to do to put that in place for them to let them know, you know this is your responsibility? in this course. Yeah.
1: Um, and that that is a, tr- a little... That is one of the hiccups with flipped classrooms. It's not very mainstream, I guess you could say. It's not... I wouldn't say it's common. Um, the students do experience it a little bit in... Um, I think their Spanish class does a little bit and things like that. But um, they, it is a little bit... Tr- it is a little bit difficult trying to get that roll down. Um, and so we start the year with it. Um, we talk about the importance of it, how you need to watch these videos because it's the lecture and if you were to skip the lecture in any class, you wouldn't do very well. So these are absolute vital bits of information. And then another key aspect is bringing the parents in uh, very early on, because a lot of parents don't quite understand what flipped classrooms are. They're a little bit leery of it. Um, And so we need to bring them in. We um, talk to them, especially the students who don't do the first couple of videos. We email the parents. We let them know what it is. We outline it in the syllabus. Um, And I would say that overwhelmingly the parents are... I've only gotten positive responses about it. A lot of parents will watch the videos with their children, um, and it, it helps because, especially with AP, um, the, the vast majority of our parents don't have college-level chemistry experience. Or if they have, it's been years, and they they can't help their children when their children have problems. But when they watch the videos, it gives them that background information, they're able to help them. It, it kind of brings it together. So um, it's just... I think really with the students, you need to stress the importance of the videos, both with the students and the parents, and we've gotten very positive results.
0: That's great. Now, for the listeners out there who are teachers thinking of doing this, oh, I'm st- and they're asking things like, I'm still going to have students that come in and don't don't listen to the videos or watch the videos, so. You, you just said that you call home and you, you have some things put in place for your structures to handle those things, but in the case that the student comes in, I didn't read it, or I didn't listen to it, I didn't watch it, what, what do you have in place for that?
1: Yeah, um, so that's primarily why we use Edpuzzle. Um, Edpuzzle is uh, kind of like a portal for the videos. We upload all our videos to YouTube, but then we assign them through Edpuzzle because the students have to log in, it tracks how much of the video they've watched, it doesn't allow them to skip, you can insert questions and do analytics on it. Um, so that's why we do that because we want to track who's watching these videos and who's not. Um, and so that does become an issue. Like I said, we, started, we call home to get the parents invested, but there are still some kids who don't watch them and don't do them. Um, but I have a classroom set of tablets. So we're not a one-to-one district. So um, I do have a classroom set of tablets. And the kid sits in the front or in the back and watches the video in class. And yes, they miss out on the group activity or they miss out on the lab. Um, and those are the fun things that the kids like to do. They like to do labs. Um, there's never any discipline problems during a lab because they like to be there. They like to light things on fire and make color changes and all that. So they miss out on the fun part of class. They do miss out on some learning, um, but they would miss out on some learning if they didn't do their homework as well. Um, it's very hard to force every child um to, it's very hard just to force them to do something if they don't do it at home. Um, and so they miss out on some learning, but they're getting the lecture, they're getting the main content. So their skills might not be as sharp as others, but it's just, it's almost the nature of the job, sad to say.
0: Yeah. It sounds like most kids, though, are doing what they're supposed to do and they're understanding that watching the videos are critical to their learning mm-hmm. for the course, which is great. So uh, a question for you about planning. Uh, it's a big piece of the teaching profession, but the practice. And so what do you have to do in order to kind of transition from your traditional classroom to the flipped classroom in terms of planning?
1: Yeah. Um, and this is the main complaint uh, I always hear is that it's so much work. It's so labor intensive. And it is a fair amount of work. Um, it, it would be easier to photocopy the same worksheet I give every year. You know, pull out that old PowerPoint that I've given for 10 years. I, I mean, that, that would be the easier thing to do. Um, Flip Classroom does take a little bit of work. I would say for every minute that the video is on the screen, there's probably two to three minutes of back time. So um, let's say a 10-minute video, I would say it would take me at least a half an hour of planning and prepping and editing. And I do very, we do very little editing, or we try to minimize the amount of editing. Um, But planning-wise, you do need to be organized because you do need to know um, not only what you're doing that day, but you need to know what you're doing for the next couple of days because you have to create these videos, you have to edit them, and you have to assign them a day early. So there is a significant amount of planning and organization. Um, And then you really just kind of have to make the videos fun and engaging and try and make them unique and different and something kids will want to watch. Um, something we've incorporated is green screen technology. Uh, we bought a green screen, and we just, you know, do our videos in different settings. things like that. Try to make it fun and engaging.
0: So we're in about our seventh day of school, Corey, um, Mr. Wood. and can you can you tell me how it's going because you have started this. So how's it going yeah. so far? it's
1: It's going reasonably well about what we expect. I would say about ten percent of the students aren't watching. Um, we've only done two videos. We're signing our third video tonight. Um, so about ten percent didn't watch the first two videos. We I contacted the parents, um, and we got fairly you know positive positive feedback that they want to know what's going on. They want to know when the kids aren't doing their homework. Um, but I, I feel like we will probably maintain right around a five to ten percent amount of students who don't watch the video. So in my AP chem, or my honors Chem class, that's going to be between two and three a day. Um, it's frustrating, but you're not going to get a hundred percent. I don't think you could get a hundred percent with anything you do.
0: But you have 90% that are watching the videos, so that is, you know, a lot of students. What's the feedback you're getting from those kids who are watching the videos and, and taking on this new challenge of learning in a new way?
1: Yeah. Um, fairly positive. Me and Ms. Keeser, or Jerry Keeser is the other chemistry teacher. Um, we're very animated. Uh, we try and make the videos as fun as possible. We try and make them short. Um, and generally they enjoy it we try and you know make jokes Uh, In our first video she dressed up as the school mascot uh, our bulldog Um, and so the kids come to class talking about it which I think really helps Um, if I were to put on a dry PowerPoint overview that was 40 minutes long I think I would have almost no one watch it um, because these do have to be engaging and interesting things Um, but generally the students seem to like the videos and they like that if they have a problem, they can rewatch it. Um, not necessarily something you can necessarily do with a lecture.
0: Excellent. So would you mind if this year, uh, we continued this conversation and we checked in multiple times just to see how this flipped experience is going? Because I think that there are listeners out there who would enjoy kind of learning from your experience.
1: Yeah, I, I, would definitely, I think we should. And, um, As we're incorporating a one-to-one initiative in the next couple of years, and as we're rolling out with Google Classroom and paperless systems and all that, I think we're doing a lot of fun, interesting things that maybe we're not on the cutting edge of, but we're definitely, I don't know, doing some unique, different things.
0: Emerging. We're getting there. Emerging, yes. All right. Thanks for being here with us.
1: Thank you very much.